Thanksgiving rising. So we got the birthdays out of the way. My wife and I both are November babies. I on the 18th and her on the 22nd. And like most American families at this point in time, we are ran absolutely to death, lacking all of the usual things we experience. From social perspective, that is through our children, because we've been virtual schooling really since you know, March or April, whenever the big change occurred. So, we're coming upon Thanksgiving. And uh, Thanksgiving during a pandemic. What an interesting concept. Everybody is, uh, you know, you're either, you know, like I said, there's a, I heard it put best by the governor of Arkansas. There's like a, there's, 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 there's two sides. And it's not just Democrats and Republicans right now, although that's what it was a few days ago. But now when it comes to Thanksgiving, it's, there's two sets of knowledge that's available to people. One that is supposedly based upon science and one that's based upon, according to science, misinformation. And so we're all confused. We don't know what to do. We're so lacking spending time with family and, and friends in the usual sense. I mean, we've all learned to be hermits. It brought to mind me living as a hermit, at least partially, for a few years. So, you know, really, it was only about five years ago that I quit being a hermit and moved back into civilization. So when this came up this year, it was, you know, basically four years after I had quit becoming a hermit that I became a hermit again. So... And really, you know, if, if you look at life, uh, you know, when in the world in which I exist, a family in a house in a neighborhood, you know, a lot of times your, uh, you know, your your uh, your social things become re- revolve basically around school and shopping. Because if you got young kids, you're always shopping and at school. But this year is different. It recalls that time of being a hermit where you you go to town once a week and you buy groceries and you go home and you exist for a week and then you go back to the store and you buy more groceries and then you exist for a week and then you come back to the store and you buy more groceries and etc. ad nauseum. You become used to it. It becomes a way of life. Then, eventually, after a while, of being out all alone, and, and you can work through all your demons, or at least some of them. You can, I mean, there's, I've learned that over the years that, you know, when you're alone, you have time to work through your demons. And I don't know that that's really a, a good thing to do. It's best to, you know, keep it light. But we all have those things in our past. And, of course, we talk to these, if you ever mention it to other people, you'll learn real quick that 
you know, what you experienced is, you know, par for the course in being a human being. And we all uh, experience things and do things and interface with things that are weird at times, but only at times and only if you allow it to be. So if you delve off into that muddy water, then you can cause yourself pain. But it's good to acknowledge things. Don't get me wrong. It's good to like to wade into it just a little bit. Just enough to grasp it. But then, it's time to pull on out of that mud and uh, focus on the positive things in life. I'm currently reading the audio book, The Dark Tower. And I just finished uh, a sub-chapter called the way station and uh that was really weird because there's so many metaphors and and uh illusions in that uh series of little short chapters inside the big chapter i hadn't really finished all of the big one yet i guess but we have gotten past the actual way station the building and barn and water pump and cellar out in the middle of the desert and the cellar was really interesting to me specifically that there was a little boy involved and an older man that encounters this little boy and he puts him under uh, hypnosis and tries to figure out how he got there and of course the, the boy does not remember how he got into the way station in the middle of the desert and Probably with justification, he's he's dead in the other life at the way station. And he comes along with the gunslinger. And he makes the uh, gunslinger, who usually does not delve into his past, to delve into his past. And you get the sensation that, you know, that somehow that gunslinger and that boy are can in a deeper fashion especially with the cellar involved and the haunting voices in the cellar and underground what's hidden underneath you know there was good things there there was uh cans of food there and an artifact in the wall uh, a jawbone of which the gunslinger has in his pocket and he and the little boy are now sitting across the desert. And as I was reading that, I mean, I thought about some experiences I had in my childhood. And honestly, uh, I don't really remember much of it. I do remember some things I've chosen over the time to, uh, I don't know what I've chosen, but somehow I'm innately positive, even in the face of that being weird. But, I, I, uh, at, at times, you know, I, I, uh, I, uh, experience those things that's not so positive. And as I, as I read that, uh, I kept on having to rewind because I kept on delving off into my own set of things. And, um, 
it got me to thinking, you know, I was like, oh my God, all this crazy stuff, this crazy experience, this very, very long time ago stuff that, you know, I can't control anymore. I never could control. I was out of I wasn't out of control. The situations around me were out of control. And it left me with some weird stuff. But I uh I'm alive and well today. And and reading that chapter, it just uh it made me, you know, there was a point where the where the man grabbed that little boy and he actually came out of the cellar. He was scared for him, and he pulled him up close to him and gave him a hug. And he felt that little boy's heartbeat, because he was scared, scared of what was going on down in that cellar with the gunslinger and whatever was trying to get through that wall. And for reference, it has to do with that jawbone. <laughs> At any rate, though, it, it made me see that it's that man. I, I need to love that little boy. I know that sounds very, you know, new age psychology, but, you know, that little boy, he he was who he was. I mean, he he grew up like he grew up because, I mean, that's the way it was. And nothing can change about that. You can't, you can pretend, you can assume that you can live, uh, you can live a different way. You can you can frame things differently. So you can take all that bad and leave it down in the cellar and take the good things out of there, the food, the, uh, the tuition experience out of there and carry that with you on your way. And when you get, like the little boy said, uh, you know, it mentioned him is that he, you know, he looked back after that 15 minutes and he could still see the cabin and he noticed that he thought there was somebody there, something watching him, you know. And then as he moved on, he saw the, the way station, the building, the barn where he was at. It got further and further and further away until he no longer could see it. I mean, there's so much symbology and all that, you know. It's uh, kind of deep for a Tuesday morning, but yet kind of applicable to the crazy hermit-infested year that we've experienced. I mean, people, I, I mean, I still communicate with people, probably even more so, at least uh, in intensity, because some friends and I have all kind of, uh, you know, we had a chat going on and various with various people and you know it's uh it's fun to kind of relive those those cans of food from down in there and experience life and uh you know acknowledge those things that happened oh so long ago and uh then the thanksgiving part of course is that is that there's family and friends and all of that stuff, like with the gunslinger and the little boy walking away from whatever that was going on at that way station, off into uh, a new life. And either way it goes, off into this new life is, is not going to be perfect. It's not going to be optimum all the time. You know, if you against some kind of a perfect, uh, measured against some kind of a perfect example. But... 
with your family and friends and, you know, even yourself. You've got to make yourself ready for it to be ready for family and friends because there's a huge responsibility when dealing with other people and what you bring to the table and what you help other people see so that maybe they won't see some of the things that you saw and experienced and interfaced with. But it's coming. It's just a couple of days off. Of course, again, it's, it's Thanksgiving is a lot like my birthday. It's something that I experienced before. And it's kind of like with uh, getting a contract signed. That's just a very small part of the whole thing. It's you, all the negotiation that you've done up until that point. The marketing, the everything, you know, marketing is everything before and after a sale <laughs> but it's uh it's all the stuff that you've done up until that moment that is is important and that's why I like to get myself ready for birthdays and ready for Thanksgiving because I really want to at the space I am in my life and I know probably a lot of you are is that I, I want to to really experience what Thanksgiving is. I want to, I mean, I want to, I want to feel that abundance. And even though I may not have an abundance comparatively to some perfect thing, but I want to compare, I want to compare my life to love, to abundance, and help other people see that same thing. Because life lived in thanksgiving and abundance and thankfulness and gratefulness and and blessing live blessed and everybody has their own interpretations of that i'm not trying to petition push anything on you either way i think you can be blessed and frankly not even know it and that's the whole purpose of the thanksgiving thing is that you know all these things, all these things that's led you to where you're at is, is who you are, and there's no escaping that. But you don't have to celebrate all of it. But a lot of it needs to be celebrated. <laughs> it's easy to dive off into the deep end, but it's also very... Very nice. It's very nice to feel a little bit of thanks, a gratefulness for existence. And maybe it's even great to have the experience of seeing that right before Thanksgiving. Over and out. Happy Thanksgiving. Get down here and feel it. Feel the love. Share it. Sprinkle it around. That shit's free. <laughs>